Hello and welcome to Aunt Mary from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. And now, our story continues. This morning, Kit Calvert awakened with a new feeling toward her roommate, Mickey Gray. For now, she was completely dependent on Mickey. Yesterday... Kit's Uncle David Bowman had told her that there was no hope of getting the parole board to give her case a special hearing, or of her parole being granted at this time. She'd have to wait. Well, although Kit accepted this ultimatum with seeming docility, she was still determined to get out of Three Falls Prison. Quite aside from Kit's natural desire to gain freedom was one all-important reason behind her consuming wish to be free. Well, this morning... Standing at one of the mangles in the prison laundry, Kit was thinking of that reason, or rather, of that person. If only I could be sure of Randy. That's why I've got to get out of this place. In his last two letters, he hadn't said a thing about his promise to me. Not a word. He could have met some other girl, and I'd never know it. Oh, if I could just see him occasionally, keep him aware of me. I'll bet that family of his are doing everything they can to see that Randy forgets about me. I hope I can make Aunt Mary believe I've changed. Get her on my side. I wonder if Randy has my letter yet. I wonder what Aunt Mary will say when he tells her I want to see her. That should please Randy. She'll come here, of course she will. Once I have a chance to talk to her, she'll be on my side. If I talk to Aunt Mary, uh, then I'll be able to feel a little more secure. I'm sure she'll help me. And at that moment, in Wakefield, Randy Lane sat at the desk in his one-room office reading Kit's letter. His cousin and secretary, Peggy Mead, was typing some leases, but her eyes frequently wandered from her copy to Randy's face. Now, as he puts the letter aside, Peggy stops working and says... How is she, Randy? Hmm? A kid, I mean. Oh, all right, I guess. What do you mean, you guess? Well, uh, this was written before she saw David. He was over there yesterday. I didn't know that. Yeah, I talked to him last night. He went to see the warden. 
The parole board is meeting in a couple of weeks. David wanted a petition to get Kit a hearing, but Colonel Pearson didn't advise it. Why not? Oh, because he felt certain the parole would be denied. Why? Hasn't Kit a good record since she's been in prison? Well, there's there's more to it than that, Peg. It, uh... Oh, it's because of who she is and so forth. Hmm? You see, the, the board would be open to criticism if they granted her a parole at this time. They have to feel absolutely positive that Kit is ready for release, and... I guess she just hasn't been there long enough to prove it to their satisfaction. Did Kit know David was going to try to get her a parole? Oh, yes. That's too bad. Why did he tell her? I don't think he should have. Not until he found out if it was possible. Well, David's very sorry now that he said anything to her about it beforehand, but he just guessed wrong about the warden's reaction. After all, Peggy, he wanted Kit to have some encouragement. Well, yes, I can see that. Uh, David said he felt awful sitting there, telling Kit not to be discouraged, to be patient, saying all the usual trite things. And all the while he was wondering how patient and hopeful he could be if he were in Kit's shoes. He really loves her, doesn't he? But I guess that's only natural. After all, from what Aunt Mary says, he adored his sister, Kit's mother. Yes, but that's not the only reason he's so fond of Kit now. David understands, as I do, how much he's changed. Hmm. I know what you're thinking. And you're wrong. David's not prejudiced. He's not particularly gullible where Kit's concerned. I wasn't thinking that. David said she, she took the disappointment awfully well. Before he left, she seemed to have accepted it as just one of those things. Randy, I guess I shouldn't ask you this, but... But? All right. But does she write much about what it's like being in prison? I certainly don't consider that a very personal question. Well, Randy, after all, you have been very secretive about Kit. Maybe you talk to Aunt Mary, I don't know. But you certainly don't say very much to any of the rest of us. Well, Peggy, Kit's had a very rough time of it, and so I, I didn't think it was a good idea discussing her problems with people who aren't exactly what you'd call sympathetic. I see what you mean. Randy, I'm really sorry I've talked to you as I have about Kit. Why? You haven't changed your mind about her, have you? I can't say that I have, but I think I have a more open mind now. I know I've been intolerant of her and prejudiced. But gosh, Randy, when you've seen someone be as cruel and, and as callous and deceitful as Kit... When you've been on the receiving end of some of her fancy little shenanigans, well, it's a little tough to be charitable. Sure, I know. Maybe I'm not being fair. Maybe I still have a feeling of bitterness because of what she did to Bill and me. But it's just hard to believe that a girl like that, at, at her age, could suddenly become a completely different person. It wasn't suddenly, Peggy. You know, Kit spent quite a few months in the sanitarium. Well, all right, but you know what I mean. Sure, I do. Well, and if you feel that way, why do you say you're sorry you've talked about Kit as you have? Well, maybe it's not so much that I'm sorry about what I said as the reason I had for saying those things. That's where I was wrong. Wrong? Well, I, I thought you were in love with her. Oh, you did? Why? Why? Well, because you were going over there to the sanitarium all the time to see her. Oh, I know that Dr. Larrabee wanted you to, but it seemed to me you were awfully willing to cooperate. It looked as if you were becoming an awfully important part of Kit's life. And that being the case, I could see her using that as a wedge. Well, granted, that is true. What makes you think Kit would want to? Because you're an extremely handsome young man. <laughs> oh, Peggy. Why is it that men can't take compliments gracefully? Why do you have to be modest about it? Okay, thank you for the compliment. For the moment, let's assume that I'm an Adonis. Heaven forbid. 
Kit's hardly the sort of woman to be impressed by the color of a guy's eyes. I know that, but I also happen to know that you're the sort she'd go for. Don't ask me how I know it. It's just one of those things. I remember you warned me once that Kit would get her hooks into me, that she'd wrap me around her little finger. I know. That's pretty funny. And also a little pitiful. Poor Kit. She's hardly been in a position to wrap anyone around her finger. But anyway, you still haven't told me why you've changed somewhat in your attitude toward her. You, uh, you say you thought I was in love with her? Mm-hmm. And that was very stupid of me. What made you change your mind? Well, for one thing, I decided that if Kit were up to any tricks, that you'd recognize them as such. That you're too intelligent to be fooled. Or at least that you'd recognize insincerity. Well, for a woman to say that about a man is high praise indeed. But what really decided me, Randy, was that I realized that Kit just isn't the sort of girl you could be seriously interested in. And I suppose you know the sort. Yes. As a matter of fact, I do. Oh? You mean you have someone picked out? No, I didn't say that. You don't have to. All women, particularly new brides, are born matchmakers. Don't you think that new brides are probably a little too interested in their own love affairs? It could be. However, I, I really don't think that you're the matchmaking sort. But suppose I were. Oh, brother. First you get indignant because I imply you are a matchmaker. Now you're backtracking and telling me you are. Not that I am, Randy. Just suppose I was. Suppose I did find a girl, one whom I thought was right for you, and decided to do a little finagling. You know, play Cupid. You'd better not. Why? What would you do? Well, if I suspected that you were up to something like that, I'd uh, run plenty fast in the other direction. Even if you liked the girl? Even then. That doesn't make sense. It does to me. Because, you see, if you were playing Cupid, as you say, that'd mean that you and this uh, nameless girl had talked things over, had a plan of strategy all worked out. Oh. But why would that be so objectionable? Maybe you just needed to have this girl brought to your attention. No. No, I happen to have a few theories about love and matrimony. They may be crackpot, but uh, nevertheless, I have them. So maybe you could find a girl who'd be perfect, but uh, just so happens that it would be useless. It would be? That's right. It would be useless. Randy's answer left his cousin with an unsatisfied feeling. Did Randy mean that it would be useless because he had already found someone, Kit Calvert, for instance, who at this moment was planning her whole future around Randy? Well, in any event, Peggy, in view of your cousin's remarks, you might do well to reconsider your plans for throwing him and Lily Devon together. 